from San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about why it's so important to set the mood in your bedroom. And there's a quote from Thomas Raymond Kelly that says, create an atmosphere in which anything is possible. And I think when we're talking about setting the mood in the bedroom, that's that's what we're going after. We're going mm-hmm. after, you know, being able to, that, to create that atmosphere where anything is possible between the two of you. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And, you know, hugs are really an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, maybe someone else who has recently started listening to the show and they're seeing breakthrough already in their marriage. And the hug that we have for you today actually came from a voicemail that we received. And, you know, we're just going to play it for you right here. We have had such a big breakthrough ever since I started listening. And my husband just shared with me a secret that he had been keeping for 17 years that had been weighing him down. And because of you guys, he was able to trust me enough to finally open up. And I just want to say thank you for giving me the gift that I've prayed so long for. And I am just open to, I mean, it's just opened my eyes completely to this new man that I knew was there. But now that he feels comfortable to share his deepest darkest fears with me is just I mean it's indescribable and of course we are going to work through this but I can already feel our marriage changing and I just wanted to call and say thank you so much for everything that you do and I can't wait to see where our marriage goes after listening to you guys for longer how incredible was that hug oh my gosh it's I loved it it's those messages that help Tony and I and are an encouragement to the two of us to get behind these microphones every week to know that you all are having breakthrough in your marriage. And, and as we talk about today's topic, right, we're talking about setting the mood mm-hmm. in your marriage. And, and you can say, you know, set the mood. You can talk about, you know, creating an atmosphere. You can talk about the environment. But, you know, as we get into this place, it's like, what does set the stage for the two of you to not just, quote, have sex, but to really and truly be intimate for, with one another? Right. It's like I want y'all just to like pause for a second and think back to the last time that the two of you had sex. Just pause for just a quick second. I want you to think about what your room looked like and felt like. What were you wearing before you got naked? Like, mm-hmm. let me. At some point in time, you were probably naked, but before you were naked, what were you wearing? You know, were you were you in lingerie? Were you in sweats? Were you you in you know the the holy T-shirt that's been around forever? And you know whatever that was. You know, was there any distracting background noise was your door locked or were you worried that one of the other human beings that live in your house also known as your kids might barge through did your room feel romantic and sexy or did it feel cluttered and distracting yeah it's interesting that so often when folks talk about sexual intimacy they're talking about the connection between husband and wife but we tend to overlook or maybe not give as much attention to these other areas Mm -hmm. that can impact the sexual intimacy, that can influence what that connection feels like. We can't just be so focused on what our bodies are doing that we don't take into account that there might be other factors at play 
And those factors at play can either enhance that experience Mm -hmm. or decrease that experience. Yeah. It's going to go one way or another. Very rarely is the environment neutral. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, and well, actually, let me take that back. If it's neutral, then it just means that the two of you are just so focused on one another, right? It, it, it's neither here nor there. But, you know, I, I'm going to put it out there. We're all busy, mm-hmm. right? We know that the couples in the one family, we know you're busy. We know you're, you're juggling work and you're juggling house. And those of you that have kids, you're juggling kids and you've got all these obligations. We know that. We know that your minds are going 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And ladies, I am going to say this. <laughs> I know you think that you're the only one whose brain is going 100 miles an hour. It looks different in the guys, but they still have a lot that they're thinking through and they're processing. And so it just looks different for the guys. Um, In this particular season that we're still in, this COVID season, your kids are home and around a lot more, right? Especially if you have teenagers and older kids that, you know, kids that came back because of COVID. Like there's all of these extra people and Although, God bless you if schools are opening. Yes. You know, thank you, Jesus, for, you know, the country and those of you in states where it is opening. Here in San Diego, we're, we're still dealing with something. So a, a little bit of what you're hearing from us is that our kids are still online. We're going to some hybrid model here shortly. And, and so you may be like, wait, we're, we're cool. God bless you, you know. Thank goodness We're a little you jealous. Got, yeah, like thank goodness you got your kids out of the house and and they're going to school and all those sort of things, and, and yet there still are, you, you know, th- this is an ebb and flow. What you may mm-hmm. be dealing with may not be what some a, a friend of yours dealing with three states away or right. somewhere else down down the road. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, we're all in different places, and yet we do know from talking to so many couples that there is a lot on each of our plates. And, and that can be in different ways during this season. And truth be told, sometimes it's just a miracle that the two of you even have sex um, because of all of these different things that you're juggling. And so it may seem like, well, you know what, uh, Lisa, we've had sex. So who cares about what the mood is like, right? At least, at least we're getting to the point where we're having sex. Mm-hmm. And, and to that, I would say, yes, that's important. But, but what if, what if that experience could change? Because I'll tell you, there have definitely been seasons in our marriage and even, you know, over the last few months where the mood in our bedroom hasn't exactly been romantic, right? We, we just recently got new sheets. This is so funny because we'd had a pair, a set of sheets that we just had had for a really long time. They the, were so comfortable. They, so, they, they were super comfortable, but they were... They were stretched out. They were stretched out so the bottom sheet wouldn't actually even stay on uh, most nights. And so it just got to a point where they're they're just comfy. I, I think some of us like those things. Others of you are like, no way. It needs a fit like a glove, uh-huh. and it, they sheets cannot move. For for me personally, just FYI, when I hit the bed and my head hits the pillow after my reading time, I'm pretty much out, done. And so the sheets moving don't make too much of a concern until the early morning hours when I start waking up. And yet during sexual intimacy, they, they are like coming off. And so it became a pain in the butt. We can't, we've had seasons and times, you know, where there are piles of laundry around the room. So it's mm-hmm. just distracting where there's, you know, other stuff that has kind of gotten parked in a corner of the bedroom that doesn't really lend itself to, wow, this is a sanctuary. You know, 
situations, especially when it gets cold, like if I'm too cold in our bedroom, I have a hard time even wanting to get naked or thinking about sex because I'm thinking about how cold I am. Well, and then there's the flip side where it's can be too hot. And then, you know, are you putting on the AC to stay cool? Or what are you doing to stay cool? You know, as a fan running, but if you're sweating, does that change how you feel like, oh, the, the mood just sort of goes like, I'm not there or let's just get this thing done because I'm hot and sweaty. Right. There's so many different considerations when it comes to, to setting the mood. But here's like, think about that phrase, set the mood. It's not even suggested that that's an intentional action. When you set the mood, that is intentional action. It's forethought that, wow, I'm going to actually do something Mm-hmm. that's going to create an atmosphere that's going to have a reaction, right? We're, we're putting this out there that says, you know what? I actually desire to be intimate with my spouse. I, I desire to have this time of sexual intimacy. So what can I do to create like our, like the, the quote that we read this today, an atmosphere where anything is possible, right? In the early years of our marriage, I will tell you, and, and me, I'm guessing that a lot of you fall into this category too, that, you know, especially the ladies, you'd wear the sexy lingerie, right? You, you got all the stuff for your bridal shower or for your wedding and like it all comes out. And for a lot of people, it's like the first year and then it gets put away. And, you know, it's kind of like the fine china, right? Back in the day when there was fine china or the stuff that you only pull out for guests. And that's kind of what lingerie for a lot of people, it's sort of like that once a year thing, mm-hmm. right? You would, you know, maybe have the lights down low or you'd have candlelight. And now it's just like, you know what? Turn off the lights. Robin sex. Yeah. That doesn't sound very romantic. Right. Or, you know, and this never happened to us, but I know that there are a lot of folks because it's been well said on the show over the last 10 years. I get really distracted by music. And so for us, we wouldn't have music playing. No, we've tried. We've done it. We did an episode some time ago about music and you guys sent so many great suggestions of what to do. And, and in all honesty, Elise and I tried our best to have music playing while making love. And it didn't happen. It didn't set the mood for anything. If anything, it became more of a distraction for us, not to say it's for you guys. Um, for us, it just was like, oh my gosh. Oh, it was episode 469, those sweet bedroom sounds. Wow, that's been a long time. Yeah, but I will put a, I'll put a link to it in, in the uh, episode notes here for you guys to, to grab in episode 615, which is what the one we're on right now. But yeah, music for us, it, it's a no-go. It, and for others of you, you guys, you guys like, this is it. This is our playlist on Spotify. This is what we, we listen to. That sets the mood for us. Which I, I'm like so in awe of you all. Yeah. Yeah. Other people, you know, shared with us that the, 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 some of the things to set the mood would be, you know, in the early days, we would whisper those sweet nothings, right? Those suggestive little, like, I'm just going to whisper this into your ear, or we're going to do a body massage that's going to lead to something else. And, and all of these things are very, very intentional, when it comes to us and now, and I literally, I was coaching a couple the other day and we were talking about, you know, what the sexual intimacy looked like and, and the wife looked at the husband and then she looked back at me and she's like, now it's just the fingers crumbing across the bed. And we know what that's like. It's when, it's when the guy's like, okay, I'm going to try. And so the fingers just start to creep across the bed with the idea of, okay, is this, if it's a rejection, it's going to be a subtle rejection. Cause she's going to be like, no, I'm not ready. 
But but that's where we've come to. We've gone from this place of, you know, early in marriage where it's romance and it's connection and it's intention to, hey, want to have sex. Mm. And yet deep inside each and every one of us, there is this need, this this deep-seated need to feel desired, to know that our spouse actually wants to be intentional about this area of intimacy, about this sexual intimacy. And, you know, it's so interesting because as I was preparing this show, I realized that setting the mood isn't about what you're going to get. It's actually about what you're able to give your spouse. Think about that for a minute. You're not setting the mood to get something. If we can change our mindset to, to it's not about what I get, it's about what I can give then this idea of being intentional around the sexual intimacy, around setting the mood, literally goes to another place because now it's about the gift. Mm-hmm. A- and when we're giving to our spouses, how does that elevate our actual experience? But let's talk about this after a word from our sponsor. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. So I'm going to be a little bit direct here. Not that that's a surprise to any of you that have been listening for a while. But we got to get out of our complacency mindset. We got to get collectively, we got to get out of this place where we're like, you know what? Uh, we're good just doing the same old, same old. I don't have to be intentional about setting the mood because you know what? We're good. We're good. And maybe you are good. I, I'm not going to poo-poo that. But what if, what if setting the mood made things extraordinary? What if setting the mood actually shifted something for your spouse so that when they walked into the bedroom or when they looked down at their phone and got the text or when they smelled the aromatherapy coming through, you know, the bedroom that they're like, whoa. Now, this does take time. And I, and I think the big piece here, and it's something I think Elisa and I need to work on even better in our own marriage and when it comes to setting the mood, mm-hmm. is it does take a bit of us being intentional and then making it happen. For some of you, this is innate. Like this is how you this is how you romance your spouse and this is how you romance one another. It's it's something that you're listening to this and going, "Well, yeah, that's what we would do." And there are others of us like myself and Elisa who you know, we have to think a little bit more on this. And what does this look like? Like making sure that the lights are down, making sure that maybe the diffuser is on, making sure that there's something that's happening. Because if not, the mood doesn't really get set. It is just jump into bed and fingers move across or there's some conversation one way or another about something and we make love. And so 
that complacency mm-hmm. is something that even, again, for Elisa and I, that we look at and we're going, what are we doing to set that mood? Absolutely. And, you know, when we get out of this complacency mindset and we're like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to take this experience with my spouse for granted. Mm. I'm not just going to chalk it up to, you know what? The romance doesn't matter. I will tell you the romance absolutely does matter. It, It does matter to your spouse. I mean, romance is one of those things. Like when you think about setting the mood, all of these intentional actions are literally ways to be able to say, I love you and I desire you. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you're saying, but you're doing it in actions. And I can't tell you how many times in a coaching session, somebody has sat across from me and said, Elisa, it's not the words. It's the actions that matter. Mm. And it doesn't matter where they are in their marriage or what's going on. It's ultimately the actions that matter. Mm-hmm. It's the actions that are going to shift the atmosphere. It's the actions that are going to allow you to create an atmosphere on what's possible. It's say, okay, you know what? What can I do to raise the bar when it comes to setting the mood in our marriage? And I'm not talking like all of a sudden, you know, you walk into, you you know, you're going to have sex or you want to desire to have sex with your spouse and, and you've gone into the bedroom and it's everything from, you know, the lights are set just right and you've got flower petals on the bed and there's a chocolate on the pillow and the diffusers. Like you don't have to do everything at once. And it doesn't have to be every time either. Like, let's make sure that, that, that we can go to extremes here. Right. And I think the place where we want to be when we're setting that mood for when we are making love is there There are going to be those times when we do set it up like that, that mm-hmm. it is the, the rose petals and it is the chocolate and it is the diffuser and it is, you know, drawing the bath and putting a, a bath bomb in and it is setting up the candles those are those are those are a time and place maybe for a special occasion. Is it every single time? That's something that you two need to discuss together. You know, is that something that is of an expectation for one another? Mm-hmm. Or is it something as simple as, you know what, honey, like put on those sexy boxers. You know, we I've shared many a times, and I don't know the name of them anymore, but the ones I still have are the Jinchi ones. And it's uh, I, we still have them on the Amazon shop. Mm-hmm. So you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon. You'll see them. Guys, get some sexy boxers. Man, you'd be surprised. It's not just how our wives get dressed up. And I know mm-hmm. that tends to fall on them to set the mood by getting into lingerie. And yet, what can we do? And, and those may not be the ones for you. And your wife would be like, eh, it doesn't turn me on. But maybe it's just like some silk boxers. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something else. I, I don't know. And yet, you you both have to have this conversation of what does setting the mood? What's the expectation wow. that you guys are setting together to have these amazing lovemaking sessions? And I, and I do, and I say that because Elise and I have been doing what we've been doing, especially with the intimacy lifestyle for long enough to know that there are times when there are those moments and it's, it's like that. And then there are those moments where, Hey, maybe just the salt lamp gets put on and all the other lights get turned off. And it's pretty, it's pretty simple. And yet just by doing that, it does change that atmosphere enough for us to connect quickly. Well, and what's so I think what's so tangible about what you just said, honey, is that, you know, when we're doing this, what you mentioned was conversation and and you talked about the sexual intimacy and and these different things is that it's not just one intimacy that gets impacted when you choose Mm -hmm. to set the mood 
in your bedroom, when you choose to set the mood for your lovemaking, it really, I mean, it, it's incredible how the six pillars of intimacy are so intertwined, but it struck me as you were saying that, that, that when we get intentional here, it's obviously the sexual intimacy. Sure. I mean, straight up, that one's not a surprise, but then we also get into both the emotional and the physical intimacy, right? What are those conversations? How do I understand you as my spouse? How do I understand what's important to you in setting the mood? Well, you're going to have to get into a conversation Mm -hmm. around that. How do I know what non-sexual touches actually get you into that place through the physical intimacy that also helps to set the mood? All of a sudden, it's not just this one, you know, we're only focused on the sexual intimacy. So bam, I'm just going to like be singing. When when you can expand and you're like, okay, like I said a few minutes ago, what I do to set the mood is actually give a gift to my spouse. How can I tap into as many different intimacies as possible to elevate our entire marriage to make this incredible? You Can you, I share something though real quick yeah. as you were saying that? Setting the mood too doesn't have to be just in your bed. Thank you for saying that. Just as an FYI, I mean, drawing a, a bath or even just turning on the shower, that may be like knowing that you're going to have sex in the shower is setting the mood mm-hmm. by you, you know, leaving maybe just a simple note to just say, see, see you in the shower in 10 minutes. I mean, that can be setting the mood for something that's going to happen there, which is most likely for, for many of us from our experience and talking to many of you, having sex in the shower is typically a quickie for, for most of us. This isn't a long drawn out lovemaking session. For some of you, it may be, God bless you. Um, for us, it tends to be just more of a, a, quickie. a quickie. And yet, that is setting the mood for your sexual intimacy, you know? And that physical touch that you do get while you're in the, in the shower or in the tub together, that is still part of the mood setting that, that you're doing with one another. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm standing here as we sh- record the show and my thought goes to, do you even know what you're capable of? Wow, yeah. Ha- have you just have you just kind of gotten into this place where it's been the same old, same old that you've, that you've lost sight of how, of how you can set the mood of what you're capable of when I'm it comes to I'm ready for to you s- to do it. Go <laughs> set the mood. We're still recording. We're still <laughs> recording. Uh, we're not going to interrupt this show for Elisa to go set the mood, but, but I just want to encourage you this week. You are capable in your own way of setting the mood in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And I actually want to like encourage you and, and go so far as to commission you to this week. Say, you know what? Tell yourself I am capable of setting the mood mm-hmm. first and foremost, and then go out and do it. Whether it's in your bedroom, whether it's, it's that sexy, whatever, like I can't tell you what works for your spouse. Tony can't tell you right? You're going to actually have to discover that. You may already know, and it may have just been a while since you've done it. So if that's the case, revisit what you know works or have a conversation and say, you know what? Let's up our game. I want to raise the bar. Yeah. And I was going to say the three things to be thinking about, get creative, get romantic, get sexy, go for it. What falls into those categories for you? What is it? Because I will tell you on the other side of you going, I'm going to raise the bar as a spouse who's going to feel desired, mm-hmm. as a spouse who's going to feel valued, a spouse who's going to feel cherished, 
a spouse who's going to feel like they are important. And in this world that is constantly knocking our spouses down, that is constantly telling them you didn't do that right, or you're not good enough as that Pinterest mom, or you didn't, you know, dinner got burned, or, or you didn't turn the report in at, on time at work, or whatever that is. There's a lot of things that are knocking our spouses down. So how can you, in taking this one area of your marriage, this one area, how can you actually start to build your spouse back up to give them that knowing that when they walk into the bedroom or or when they get that message from you, that there is somebody in their corner cheering them on. There is somebody Mm -hmm. that says, you know what? You are my number one. And I, I know some of you right now are like, really all that from setting the mood. And what I would say is try it this week. Try it. Have your own experiment. See what you are capable of. Because you can do this. Yeah, I, I love it. And hey, I, I cannot say it enough, but sometimes these episodes come out and it's conviction for Elisa and I. Like we need to hear this as well because setting the mood enhances that connection in all those intimacies. And at the end of the day, when we are connected in each of those intimacies, our marriages become extraordinary. So this week, go out there, set the mood with your spouse, figure it out, get into your emotional intimacy, talk to one another, share with one another what's the one or two things that you could do to get creative, get romantic, and get sexy to set the mood in your bedroom with one another. You guys have a fantastic week, and we can't wait to hear about how you're going to set the mood in your marriage. Love you guys.